I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The silly season continues for Syracuse basketball. We'll give you our second roster update. Let's go. Make some noise, Orange fans. It's time for the Juice Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Nation podcast. All right, what's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning into the Cuse Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. We are back after uh, the NCAA tournament here with some roster news and uh, everything silly season for Syracuse basketball. And um, so, I guess first, Joe, we should congratulate Villanova. Is that correct? Villanova, yep. yeah. 2018 NCAA basketball champions. Well, two one, times of, one of three us years. thought we should have. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. One of us thought we should have. Um, hey, we got to give give respect to the winner, yeah, even if we yeah, don't like them. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I don't like them. It's not that I don't like them. But it wasn't us. So I, I mean, I couldn't care less sometimes. But I will take it over Michigan, as I told you. Uh, I know a bunch of guys from Michigan, and they, um, you know, they're split on Michigan State in Michigan. That's why that Michigan State win was so sweet for me. But yeah. um, uh, you know, they just ran the tables with them. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was close for about the first ten minutes, but after that, forget about it. So, congrats! So, they had a great year. Yep. Yeah, they did, and um, you know, I don't know just, how many people are leaving either. That's the thing with them. That's and, well, that's scary. Uh, yeah, so they got a lot of guys that stay for a bunch of years, so they have experienced teams. Yeah, so I mean that's how you, hey that's how you win championships right there, and they got a great coach. So yep. Um, well, we want to do um, something with the platform that we have, and we 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 want to just let everybody know about it. I mentioned it in the uh, in our last episode. We had some plans. So with the platform we have. Um, I don't think any other podcast or website is doing it. We want to give the fans a voice, whether it be through the website uh, where we'll publish approved blogs and post them to social media and things like that. Um, Published articles uh, will obviously be attributed to you, whether it be you or we have a a guide that we're thinking about right now. Um, So, you know, we want to be we want to be a spot where Syracuse fans you know, can, can, can post blogs to the website and be even be guests on the podcast. Now, obviously we can't pay for any of the content. Um, but this is a way for fans to, you know, net through network through one source and actually be heard instead of, you know, only being seen in a comment thread or a tweet or something like that. So, 
you know, we got a big Cuse fan we met on Facebook, so we're looking forward to ha- having him, you know, start maybe doing some of this. He's going to be our yeah. guinea pig. Uh, his name's Brandon. So, um, you know, he's pretty knowledgeable, and uh, he's the bleed orange 24-7 type. So, yep. you, know, um, you know, that's what we kind of want to try to do and build just build a little network and have everybody be able to get on and, and contribute. And I don't think anybody else is doing it. I think it's an original idea. I think that's why it's exciting to me. So if you're into yeah. that, you can contact us via direct message on Twitter, at Cuse Militia. That changed. So, Joe, you want to add anything to that? I mean, no, it's just between, you know, the Facebook page and the Twitter page and and even like you said, the uh, the website uh, where people can can write stuff. You have your own way. Everyone has their own way of, you know, things that they like, whether it's video, whether it's making, you know, you know memes or or like you said, writing articles. So we have all different types of platforms all over social media. So um, just get involved if you'd like. Yeah, get involved, and these things will be, you know, published to our social media, and then you can you can share them from there. You can do whatever the hell you want with them. Yeah. So um, a lot of this, like, is uh, with the website in particular, it kind of just it's sat there at times idle for a while because, you know, it's just tough doing everything. So you know, um, anyway, uh, I'm excited about that, and we're we're gonna test Brandon out and see what he's got. So, all right. <clears throat> The first thing I want to discuss here is the the one thing that's kind of still up in the air right now is Tyus Battle. We we haven't gotten a, a clear answer for him. I know that he's still in limbo. He's still figuring out his options. So Joe, what kind of timeline are we looking at for Battle? When when will we start to see the ball roll on some of his decision making? Well, uh, the timeline we're we're actually in right now and is the beginning of it. Um, Starts April second through the fourteenth, and that's that's essentially just the time for for players to request um, draft feedback from NBA executives and to see you know where the NBA kind of sees them fitting in. This is beforehand, so um, and then by April twenty second, any underclassman who wants to declare needs to submit the letter. That doesn't mean they need to have uh, an agent, as we all know. You know, if you do sign an agent and and put your name in the draft, then you. You lose your eligibility. So, uh, but yeah, April twenty second—that's the big one for us as far as battle goes. Um, and then after that, the timeline goes into uh, basically the NBA announcing uh, the list of early entrants, sending out invitations for the combine, and then the NBA combine. Um, but yeah, the April twenty second is what we're looking for. So, if he decides he wants to declare then you're talking about we're looking at April 27th is the invitations for the combine May 16th through the 20th is the NBA combine and he still can go through all this without having uh, an agent and just to see where he's you know just help him see where he's going to go and, and do some workouts um, just go through the uh, the way that it goes the system and um, it can only help but the big one after that is going to be May 30th uh, before midnight. So 11:59 on May 30th, players that want to stay in school must submit the request through writing, and that's really going to be the big one. So Ty's battle is going to have to tell us whether he's going to declare by April 22nd. If he does, then we kind of just got to watch out and make sure, see that there's no news that he that he signs an agent as he goes through this process and. Then once he goes through that process, uh, May 30th is going to be the uh, 
it's going to be the night. So that's what we got to look forward to. So about a month, month and a half. But April 22nd, yeah. obviously, April 22nd. you know, if he doesn't declare. Right. Yeah. So that's the first big one. Right. So, OK, well, um, you know, I I think we'll be we're going to be look. I would not bank on Tyus Battle staying in Syracuse. I wouldn't be surprised if he left. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed. Now, here's the thing, and we're going to talk about Moyer in a second. If he decides... Well, Brissett, right? Oh, Brissett is... Uh, Brissett, I said Moyer. Did I say Brissett? No, no, no. I'm saying Brissett. We don't have to worry about him through this, right? He's coming back, right? Yeah. Did I okay. say Did I say Brissett? No, no, oh, I was oh, okay. just wondering because oh, we were okay. talking about this battle. Like, I just didn't know if it was 100% that Brissett no. was. Oh, no, Brissett is coming back. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't now, he would really Look re- like a, renege on his word. I got to A little bit. Um, so, well, my point with the battle is don't, don't plan on him staying. If he stays, it's a bonus, okay? And I think it's fantastic. I would love him to stay. I've said numerous times. I've expressed my man crush for Tyus Battle. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's freaking awesome. I th- love his character and I love his style. So, um, but if he doesn't come back, he doesn't come back. We're going to be fine. We got some good guards coming in. Yeah. You know, you got uh, Elijah Hughes, who's ready, who was ready, been ready, and um, you know, just a, a you know, uh, what's it, Jalen Carey, and um, you know, so it's all good. So keep your eyes out uh, April 22nd. That's the big first date we need to look forward to. Moyer yep. has decided to leave. No big surprise there. Uh, I think that was – the writing was on the wall with that one in my opinion. No big yeah, shock. Yeah, I think we both we both talked about that and we kind of knew what that was. But I'll tell you what, the surprising thing to me is the teams that he's interested in. Yeah, I mean they're all Xavier pretty much – Xavier, Vanderbilt, Stanford, Kansas State, Iowa, Creighton, Kansas Alabama, State. and Iowa State. Now, I don't know if that uh, list has shrank since uh, since that came out at first, but I did see that he has um, planned a, a visit with Xavier. And yeah. I guess that's the one team that's kind of got the leg up here because Chris Mack, uh, Xavier's old coach, or that's been a coach for a while, Chris Mack, he just took the Louisville job. And the assistant at Xavier – I think his last name's Steele. Uh, he got kind of the uh, the the boost up, kind of like you know the coach in waiting. So now he's the head coach, and he was the main recruiter when they were recruiting Moyer when he um in the original recruiting process when he chose uh, Syracuse, he chose Syracuse over Xavier. So uh, they have a really good relationship with that coach, and they're saying that pretty much as long as uh, the visit goes good and everything, uh, that's probably the team that's 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 up there right now. Okay. Um... Look for Louisville to to make the climb too. I don't know what what this year's coaching fiasco did to the recruiting for next year, or beyond. But he's a good but, coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. So look for them to be a be a force in the future. Probably maybe a even next year. Um, <laughs> Near future, depending on what happens. Year or two. So yeah, it depends on what happens exactly. Because there's more, <laughs> there's more stuff might be handed down to Louisville. Yeah, so, Chris, yeah, it doesn't Chris Mack great. might be walking into a poop storm right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, all right, so next, Sadibi, he had surgery on March 30th. He's already begun rehab. He's projected to be back for the start of the next season. Uh, that's my Sadibi update. Um, not much else uh, going on there. Good news, though, I think. Already starting rehab. Um, yeah, not even two I'm weeks sure they'll after, have, so. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll have um, articles throughout the summer 
Yeah, and we'll, up, updating everybody yeah. on how he's doing and stuff like that. So we right. can only hope that it just is successful and we don't have to worry about those damn knees next year. Exactly. Um, so, okay, the big one, uh, the elephant in the room, is obviously Darius Baisley. He de- decommitted from Syracuse. Mm. He opted for the G League. Now, I believe he's really exposed how utterly pointless the one-and-done rule is, but at the same time, He's also made some pretty significant sacrifices. Uh, he's going to be busting the games instead of flying. He's got no access to the Mellow Center or the state-of-art equipment, trainers, physical therapists. Also, um, he'll lack some obvious spotlight that comes in playing in D1 level in the ACC. So I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision, not only that, Joe, but um, you know, what could it be like for a kid at this age skipping you know, the NCAA and going to the G League with coaches knowing that likely – they won't have him back next year. And the stiff competition out there, not only that, besides the stiff competition and the playing time in the year that he does get to play. So yeah. um, ultimately, I think it, he said, basically for him, the $26,000 a year in the G League is seems like what it came down to for him. I mean, uh, well, I'd, I'd like to hope that that's not the situation, I, but I, know, but I think I, you kind of nailed saying. it on the head for – the way that you said it is, I mean, you, you kind of said it without saying it or really knowing it, but uh, I think the, the big thing here really is exposure. And when it comes to that one-and-done rule, you saw it with when there wasn't a one-and-done rule, anybody that was close and had any type of, you know, possible crazy, you know, talent that could just come to the NBA and play, they were drafting them. And, you know, there wasn't a lot, maybe 10 max a year. But um, it's the same thing that they do with the international teams and stuff like that. But as soon as they did the one and done, um, now the kid's got to be a year removed. Well, there's a couple things that you can do. You know, first thing, I mean, how come players that don't want to go to school or don't want to go anywhere, why don't, why don't they just not? I mean, you could technically not even play, sit out a year, and then just go get drafted. But what's the biggest thing? The biggest thing for that one year that you have to sit out is exposure. Right. That's why kids go to college. There's been one kid, a couple kids. I remember Brandon Jennings. He was supposed to go to Arizona, you know, a bunch of years back. I don't know how many years back, but and instead he, so then he signed to I think Arizona. Yeah. But then he decided to go overseas in like Italy or China or something and play. And he played professionally for a year and then went and got drafted. Like only a few kids have done that. Most 18 year old kids or whatever don't want to go move internationally to go play basketball against grown men in those leagues, you know. And now there's the G League. But what kind of What's I mean, what kind of exposure is he going to get? He's not going to get much. The only exposures he's got is being the, you know, a, a, to, the first major recruit to to do this. That's yeah, that the, doesn't mean that doesn't mean he's going to play. No, I I know. Have but, you seen some of these? Have you seen some of these cities oh, that the G League play in? They're horrible. You see, they're, they're I'm sure I don't I haven't seen their living conditions and such, but I can't imagine they're you know living in the lap of luxury. You know, like they would be in a dorm for free. At a, at, no, a, no. at a college like Syracuse, you know what I no, mean? No, exactly. So, you know, I don't know. Twenty six grand a year. That if it's a full time job, that averages out to be about twelve and a twelve fifty an hour, something like that. I think I figured it out. So it's not horrible. And you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I hope it works out for him. And yeah, me too. While this does expose the one and done rule, in my opinion, on how stupid the rule is itself. If he's successful, then more 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 kids will take that path. There's no doubt about it. I just don't think he's going to be successful, Sean. I mean, the really? G League, the G League is 
it's essentially the triple A for right. for the NBA. You got uh-huh. guys that are basically battling to for their chance to be in the NBA. They've already played college, been there, done that. They're going to be three, four, five years older than him. Maybe in some instances even older. Grown men with bills to pay, sometimes and even mouths to feed. Um, these are grown men playing against a guy who's you know you're not usually not that you know you're not physically ready usually when you're coming out of high school like and that. he's not and he's he's not a big no, kid not in the position that he's trying to play right so and then again like i said you have these teams that are legitimately trying to play team players because some nba player teams are going to need these players to come up and, and, and play with 10-day contracts and stuff if players on their team get hurt or suspended or stuff like that so it's not just a you know blah 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 i don't care who we play like they're turning into the G League is turning into more and more like a farm system thing, and it's, right. another thing goes is he's not going to be signed. He's going to make the league minimum twenty five thousand, but whoever he plays for, that team doesn't have any rights to him. So he's still going to have to put his name in the NBA draft after next year, and then another team is going to sign him. So uh, there's no guarantees for the team that he even ends up playing for. Um, so at the end of the day, and realistically, who's to say that there's even a spot in the G League for him? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean we could argue that. I, th- I think he lands a spot in the G League. I don't even think that's a question, in my opinion. I mean, a team might do it just to do it, but well, I don't know. I mean, exactly you'd assume he wouldn't make that decision unless he really knew, but... Right. I don't I don't know. It's just like I said, I don't really see... There's not too much incentive for NBA teams to sign him and try to um, make him a better and get him involved in their team if right after this year he's just going to go in the draft. <clears throat> the more exposure he gets, the better he is. You know, the higher up he's going to get drafted. Most likely he won't get drafted to the team that he was playing for. So, um, again, I just don't see the incentive for NBA teams to even play him. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, like Again, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. And I, I wish all, all the best, but <clears throat> something would, tells me yeah. that he's – there's going to be a maybe in an I told you so somewhere or that he's going to end up regretting this. It's just my Well, my that's opinion. possible. That's why I think it's a, that's why I thought it was a tough decision and you know, it wasn't it couldn't have been easy. But the other thing and this isn't this isn't um you know, a jab at him at all, but it, it, coach Beheim found out through through like Twitter or something that he decommitted. I mean, Yeah. I don't know, man. You think you could maybe like, I don't know, I don't know. You think that you could discuss that with the coach before you throw it on Twitter like that? I don't know. It's kind of a, it's kind of I a think, yellow uh, belly way out of it, man. I mean, this. I think he did talk to the to to Coach Griffin, but I don't okay, even know well, if he ever even. I don't even know if he ever. He talked to he Coach just, Griffin after. It was after. I it thought was it was before. A, it was after. Oh, and then he only texted uh, Beheim, and then, and then he, you know, he said that he'd been thinking about it for months, and it's like, well, you're sitting here just holding the team, you know, you're holding the team over here. Yeah. That was my biggest thing with it is, I don't really, I mean, if we the kid had, wants to go and do that, then he can go and do that, but, I mean, you signed a national letter of intent, you've done nothing but solid and committed and talking about Syracuse, and then you wait till right after the McDonald American game. To say you're going to the G League, and it's just hard for me to believe that somebody didn't get some in his year. Oh, he got coaxed. There's although no he's only making twenty five thousand in the G League, there's there's somebody he's getting money from somewhere else. I'll guarantee you that. Whether well, it's an agent, that's or, a good point, Joe. And we can't prove that, but we can speculate <laughs> that for sure, right? 
So, I'll tell you what, a basic a basic $25,000 from the G League and no guaranteed spot or playing time is not worth giving up a, a chance to go to Syracuse and possibly play for a national championship. Uh, and that's the kind of talent that I thought we might have had if he would have came. And at the end of the day, though, he he ended up being a kid that when we found out, he really didn't want to be there. And, you know, that's really what we've talked about is we, we want kids that want to be there. So this just tells me that if he did come there next year, he would have been all about himself. And um, like I said, again, I, I wish the best for him. But um, if you don't want to be there, then uh, not to be kind of a dick, but I don't want you there. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it goes to say a little bit about his character. I do wish him the best. And I I. We're, you know, we're not going to know what we're missing, but uh, he would have been great. But Syracuse will get by, like Coach says. He's going to coach the players that are there. All right, moving on. Brissett, on the other hand, he has he has said. Well, last week he said he hadn't fully made a decision. He'd been leaning towards coming back. He said, um, "I'm leaning towards." Um, I haven't fully made a decision, but right now I'm leaning more towards coming to school. I feel like another year of development will really help me out there. He wanted to boost his NBA stock a little bit, he was talking about. Uh, On Sunday, yesterday, he came out and um, he tweeted, uh, ready for year two, hashtag unfinished business. So Act two. So um, there we go. Brissette comes back. back. So I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, he's coming back. Dude, come on, man. He's coming With back. With all the things that have happened, all the things that have happened to us in the past, you especially in the recent past. What? Tyrone Sampson? Oh, I'm committed. I'm going to sign early. D commits. Carmelo Anthony did the same thing, didn't he? No. He didn't? He said he, he was coming said, back. I he said, said what he, he needed to back. say. He well, didn't, yeah, come, he didn't put it on Twitter. He said well, what he needed no to Twitter say. There was no Twitter back then. Oh, come on. There was, was no Twitter. At, he was in front of a crowd in a speech, and they're just one more year. Oh, one more, come on, like what's he gonna say? I know. Of course, I know. he's gonna say, you know, I know, this guy. Brissett's not. Brissett's no, in. Him, I trust him. I trust Brissett. He's coming back. That's gonna be awesome. I mean, um, he's gonna be. He's gonna be more consistent this year, and that was the only thing I think that he was really missing um, this year was his consistency. And watch, man, when these players come back, their sophomore year, players like this caliber, they're always awesome. Yeah. They're, and you see the conf- you see their confidence levels oh, go up. Absolutely. And- absolutely. Um, anything to say about Brissett? You said you said your piece. You said enough. No, I mean he's awesome and I'm just glad that he's especially after this Basley news, I'm glad that he's going to come back, so to so to speak. I'm still waiting till April twenty second. <laughs> you just want to until Joe sees him out on the court in a Syracuse jersey, he doesn't believe No, him. until we get past April twenty second. <laughs> okay. He doesn't have his name okay. in the damn draft. Alright, I hear you. Uh Jalen Carey, um I guess he hurt his finger lifting some weights or something. Yeah, freak some, weightlifting accident. Freak accident. Nothing's broken, nothing's torn. Uh he's he's gonna be fine. Um but he said he's really excited uh, I feel like when I get up there, my game's going to change so much. Just staying in the gym 24 hours, that's going to be real big. I think I leave in July. I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to getting better, he said, as um, he talks about coming into Syracuse to start, I guess, doing his summer thing there. So, um, yeah. Did you hear what else he said? Um, no. About pushing and all that stuff? About no, his no, style no, no, of play? No. What? No, what? 
about uh, he he his uh, number? had a his, his number. He wants to either be five or zero, but it'll probably be zero because that's how many people he thinks can guard him. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was good too. Yeah, there's some good tidbits. I kind of like the guy. Uh, he's, oh, he's, he's got, yeah, he's a character. No, but he had some about on uh, Baisley, on Darius Baisley. Oh, he said, I did. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Yeah, he said I was really surprised. I was sleeping when my dad called me. Thought he was playing with me at first. Saw it on Twitter and everything. I was surprised, but I wish the best for him. I don't wish no shame on him or anything. I hope his plan works, but he's going to miss something big next year. That's right. Yep. So, hey, that's all I can say. And like I said, I mean, he probably knew that in anyway, and he is going to be a great player, Baisley. Uh, or he is a good player. Yeah, he probably he would have been a great player for Syracuse, and uh, he is going to miss something big. So yeah, the good I, thing I, is, is we're in a better position to where we really don't need him. And if he doesn't want to be here, I don't want him here. Yeah, you know, I I don't know if it's that he doesn't want to be here. I I, I do think – like what you said, we can't. It's conspiratorial, and I'm not trying to start any rumors. But he's getting somehow, one way or another, he's ending up with more than twenty six thousand dollars a year. That's just not enticing to. I don't think, in my opinion. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, a lot of kids could do that. Shoot, I mean, shoot, a lot of kids do that in college. <laughs> yeah. I'm right? just saying. Yeah. yeah and they the should be I, able to, by the way. But the way I look at it is, it's been proven that during this one, you got to stay at least one year. It's been proven that the best thing to do is to go where you have the best platform, and the best platform. It's proven. I mean, there's, there's, you get one and suppose if one and done guys that come in and look at the guy from Missouri. I mean, the guy from Missouri is probably going to be a top ten pick. He played two minutes, hurt his back, and then didn't come back till the SEC, the SEC championship, and played two tournament games. Guy's going to be a top ten pick. Uh, there's been players before that you, you don't hear anything about them in the regular season. Their team gets into the to the tournament and they make a little sweet 16, elite eight run. Guy plays great. All of a sudden, he's a draft pick. You know, so the the bottom line is, is you got to go to the platform. So if he's going to take this chance to get a little money now, to chance a lot more money later, then then that's on him. So yeah, that's just the way that I look at it. Right. Um- Jalen Carey, just, he is in a splint, takes six to eight weeks to heal, no big deal. Um, all right, now it's time to speculate. Now this is the fun part. So there was a kid by the name of Bryce Golden. He's a 220-pound, 6'8 forward, power forward. And he was released from Pitt. He asked to be released from Pitt in mid-March. And so actually our buddy Brandon was – Brandon. What? <laughs> Was tooling around trying to figure out just 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 researching things and, and googling and whatnot and he he eventually came across a two a sports two four seven sports um, like profile of this kid uh, Bryce Golden and it showed that he was leaning towards Syracuse. Now we don't really know. I guess there, there's yeah. a bunch of schools involved with this, but he was. He was leaning towards Syracuse, but that's a that's speculatory on two four seven sports, right? Is that how I read that? So I posted it. At- it's speculatory, but still, as a Syracuse fan, if I was him in that situation and I stumbled upon that, I'd be like, "What is this? And who is this guy? You right, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I never yeah. heard of him." Yeah, I know. So he, um, we put it out there, and we'll know more soon. I think there's um, a, a a recruiting guy. Uh, 
Mike McAllister, who ended up following him on Twitter yesterday, and he's he's the big recruiting guy for two two four seven Sports for Syracuse, and um, so he ended up following him yesterday on Twitter, and that should tell you a little something. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, kind of gives you a little bit of a right. Yeah, yeah. So and I tweeted I tweeted at him asking him about about Bryce Golden, and I didn't get a response. So. Anyway, well, that's because that's because you had to give him time to look to look him up. Yeah, right. So, you know, once he went and figured out what he was, what you were talking yeah. about, then yeah. he went and followed them on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you could thank Brandon, okay, for the yeah, for the thanks, tip. Thanks, Brandon, Mike McAllister. Yeah, exactly. So uh, now he probably knew, but he probably knew, right? There's no way that. He, there's no you know, way there's he no couldn't we, have known. I don't understand. There's no way we, but there's no way we couldn't prove it. But yeah, I mean, it was the information was right there on the site that, that you know he's involved with. For. So yeah. I mean, and not I'd only like to that, hope that he knew. Right, but you know, so so I get this DM from Brandon talking about this, and I'm like, who is this guy? I've never heard of this kid. So I look at him, like, oh, I mean, maybe I'll write up a quick blog post about it. So I start to research. Him and figure out like what people are saying. No one's saying anything about this kid. The, no. only, the only thing there's we, this... did the only thing we knew is that he asked for to asked to be released. That he got released. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that was and like I said. Then I looked. I went ahead and I I followed. I found him on Twitter. Followed him. And uh, then this morning when I saw that Mike McAllister was following him, I went on there and there was actually um, a little report there from his high school coach saying that. The uh, possible places that he's trying to land is Butler, Georgetown, Syracuse, Illinois, Yukon, and Wichita State, and that he's most likely going to trim that down to probably two, three, or four, you know, manageable amount of numbers so he can go take visits um, by the end of the week. So we'll probably hear more by the end of the week. Um, well, good. Those are a lot of good teams in the run in there. But my thing about right. this kid, and I haven't seen a highlight reel, and if I find one, I actually. I haven't even looked, but if I if I um, if I can find one on YouTube, I'll post it to the Facebook page. But here's what I love: six eight, two hundred and twenty pounds, Joe. We don't have that. We don't. No. We don't have that. We have we have some lanky dudes down there. We got some height, but the, as far as the muscle, like that, he would be a huge. Oh, asset. He's a physical guy. With um, from what I've read from the, the things that I have been able to find about him, he's a physical guy with a. With a good motor, and I don't think it's one of those guys that um, that cares about scoring. So he's all he's going to do all the dirty stuff. You know, he's going to set the picks, he's going to rebound, he's going to hustle. Um, he's Mark Dolge with some plus muscle. 40, 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Minus maybe the jump shot. I don't know how his jumper is in his game like that. Um, and you know, Mark, he's he's got that little bit of a, the outside game that can help him not be as physical. But this guy is he makes his he makes his money. In, in paint, um, that's awesome. Banging. And we haven't yeah, had that, so, so that's that'd be a great guy to uh, be able to bring in and possibly, um, you know, if we needed to, depending on you know how the cards fall, we have no idea what's going to happen because we've seen it, you know, late late additions and graduate transfers and stuff like that in the past. So you never really know. But either way, he seems like he'd be a great addition, whether it be this helping this year or redshirting in next year. So and while we are talking about players from. Pitt or decommits from Pitt. There is um, Ryan Luther, a, a 6'9", 225-pound forward. 
He was injured most of last year with a foot injury, but rumors yeah. are floating uh, that he might be a grad transfer possible to land with Syracuse or I think Arizona was in the mix. But this is a guy with some experience. I think he went into pit last year or the beginning of this year as their leading scorer. And right. um, a hell of a player. So we didn't get to yeah, see him no. much this year. But. No, he's he's definitely a good player. Uh, the I have seen one write-up. There's an article that I saw where he was, you know, from Syracuse, uh, from a Syracuse um, website that talked about Ryan Luther and a couple other guys that I'm going to get into in a second. But, you know, possible graduate transfers that could come in and help uh, Syracuse next year. And he was one of them. Um, but when I, when I looked into uh, what was on the websites and stuff like that, the only thing that I've seen, and obviously it's still all speculation, but um, – I've seen more stuff talking about him possibly transferring to Arizona than anywhere else. So, um, but again, who, who knows, um, if he has any restrictions with his graduate transfer and honestly, I mean, who knows he's setting up a visit to go there. So, well, just, again, just for the record, we have a, we have room for both of them. Yes, we do. We're in a, we're in a weird situation where I think we still had one open scholarship before, uh, Baisley here. And, um, with him leaving, obviously it opens up a scholarship. Moyer leaving, obviously opened up a scholarship. Uh, and I've and we can always throw Buddy Beheim in there as a walk on. So I mean, right. possibilities are endless. But Jim Beheim isn't going to jump for somebody that's either a not going to be worth it in the long run. That he's someone he can develop over a red shirt in four or five years, or somebody that can come in and immediately help. He's not just going to fill the the roster just to do it. So, uh, right. but yeah, um, well, some of those other guys too, before we go, uh, before we get off this topic, um, the other guys that were in that, uh, article that I read about Ryan Luther was Michael Fink, uh, and these are graduate seniors. He'd be, um, transferring from Illinois. He's a 6'10", 235 pound, uh, forward. Um, and the other guy from Buffalo, a Kenna smart, uh, 6'10", 240. So, and these guys kind of they they're a little bit different to me because of their size. I don't really maybe Michael Fink I can see maybe playing a little bit of the wing, but these guys seem to me like more of like guys that could possibly just add more depth in the middle, depending on what's going on with Chuku and Sadibi. Uh, maybe play a little bit of the forward if they need be. Uh, I think Ryan Luther's probably the best fit, um, but again, he's probably going to be the most highly one of the more highly Sought coveted. Um, yeah. yeah, so. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah. We'll wait and see as the news comes out. But it was definitely a definitely a good job by Brandon by finding that little gem. Yeah, no kidding. So like, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. You know, because I saw it, I'm like, what? No, like you yeah, never, absolutely. you know. And then we he brought it up, and we were following that Bryce guy before Mike McAllister was. Uh, you actually wrote up something before I've seen any other write up. So um, again. Today was the first time that I've seen anything about him being interested in Syracuse, and that was through that um, tweet that came through his high school coach last last night. So, um, again, we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. I think I think if we can't get Luther having a young guy, maybe possible two year, three year, maybe. I mean, who knows? We'll have to see. But um, but I will I will look for a highlight reel on Bryce Golden, and I'll see if I can get get my hands on that there's got to be something out there they always 
They always, oh, yeah, they dude. always do that. So there's, I'm sure there's a video on YouTube with him setting some crazy picks and a couple good blocks. Yeah, maybe, maybe a, a good inbound pass. You know, <laughs> yeah, a couple free throws. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> uh, if he get to, if he get to hit free throws, that'd be excellent. Um, so um, I, yeah, I'll look for that. I'll get that up there. Um, so there is a quick little write up, but we've already told you um, everything that um, I wrote up anyway, and then some. So, all right, Joe, I I suspect we may have to do another uh, roster update, part three, uh, which is which is fine. <laughs> after part two. After part two, we we um we don't have a ton going on. We got the spring game coming up. That is yeah. not this weekend, but the following weekend, right? It's the twenty. 20- no, it's this week. It's this is Friday. It? Is it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we'll come back for that too, in be- probably yeah. in between the roster episodes. No, we'll have to talk to Brandon and see if he's actually going to it or not, because I know that yeah. I'm not going to be. We're not going to be able to, obviously. But no, that's you know, the other maybe thing we can with- get some insight from him as to how it went, because. Uh, yeah. Well. Well, I'll have to get with him. He said he was going to go, but um, he just had. Uh, they just had a baby, so congrats to Brandon. Actually, oh, congratulations! Congratulations! Well, you to never him know, man. You got so. that baby. You never know if you're gonna have the time to do it. So. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see. So but they've been on Watch ESPN the past couple of years. Um, so and I think, like I said, it's on a Friday night. So I, I think there's probably a good chance that it might be. Yeah, and, but and again, anything, like you we'll, said, we'll have the box score. I mean, yeah. I mean, with that coming through, talk, you know, with the spring football, and then obviously. We have the April 22nd date um, to see whether or not Battle or Brissette are going to put their name in. Because I still don't know if Brissette's really. Yeah, you're crazy, man. Brissette, I'm not going to believe it until I look, see it. He is, uh, he is a man of his word. I could tell. That guy has integrity. He's like Battle. He has integrity. Battle says he's coming back. He's coming back. That's why he hasn't said anything yet, because he's probably leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you talk like you know these guys. Don't you? They're barber. <laughs> hey, hey, I know the barber. I do know the barber. So uh, I know well, I know um, a couple of the uh, guys barber. barber. Um, so anyway, all right, well, we'll we'll come back and, and do something. And um, that's it, I guess. So that's it. That's all I got. Uh, go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast. Thumb us up there or head over to Twitter. Give us a follow at Cuse Militia. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Watch Orson Cross. Cuse Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. 
Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> 